Parshas Tzav Rishay, chapter six, verse one, Perikvav Pasuk Aleph. Vaidaber Hashem El Moshe Leimer, and Hashem speaks to Moshe, saying that Moshe should say it over to the Bnei Yisrael. Again, over here it says specifically in Pasuk Beis Tzav Es Aaron. Uh, command Aaron, and we'll see in Rashi that this is an unusual language. Like previously, we've learned uh, the lotion of Daber el Bnei Yisrael. Um, after this pasuk, there's another about five, six more times where the pasuk says the word Tzav, but most of the time it's Daber. And Rashi is going to explain why the lotion of Tzav over here. What it means, Tzav. But anyways, Hashem is saying that Tzav is Aaron ve'ez Bonav. This is an instruction to Aaron and his sons, Lamer, to say, I guess only here it means for their children to give it over to the next generation. Zeris Teiraz Now the law, this is the law of the burnt offering. Now we've learned about the law of the burnt offering already in the Parshas Vayikra. The Torah has given us uh, the details of the carbon oil, uh, the burnt offering, whether it's made of a bakar, if it's made minatsoin, uh, from the sheep or the goat, and then the, from, the, um, from the birds, and then from the mincha. So we've learned about the oil before. This Pasik here that this is the law of the oil is coming to add some details, as Rashi will explain, to the laws of the oil. So the Pasik says that he ha this oil may be al may be on the altar, alam is beach on the fire. Moikda uh, means on the fire burning on the mizbeach. So the um, the oil that uh, were makriv again in the end at night time there was the uh, last thing that they did on the uh, carbon uh, was the oil uh, of the afternoon. Allah uh, hashlim kolakabonuskulam, but that oil can be on the fire that's on the Mizbeach all night Ad HaBoyk until the morning Ve'eish HaMizbeach Tukad Boy and the fire of the Mizbeach should be burning uh, with it together with that oil Tzavis Arin Zokrashi Why is the Loshon of Tzavis Arin? Command Arin and Loshon Tzav Ain't Tzav, the meaning of Tzav does not mean Ella but Loshen Zirus. It's a Loshen of Mizaris. There is a kind of an encouragement for Miyad, that is means for right away, for at that time, and also Ledoidus for the generations to come. So why would it, uh, the Torah need a special encouragement over here? Uh, by saying Tzavis Aren by the mitzvah uh, by the mitzvah of Oila okay, the, we're talking about specific parts of the mitzvah of Oila but Oila in general 
So Amar of Shimon says Rav Shimon be Yosir Tzorich Hakosuv Lizares that the pasuk needs to uh, especially uh, encourage the person, the people, to that they should do it. The Makoim Sheyesh Bechisar in Kis in a place where there is a loss of money. So it seems like Rashi is explaining why is it Rav Shimon is coming to explain the first part of Rashi. Why does the Torah write here Tzav in a way of Ziruz Miyadal Doiris to encourage people for the time being and for the future generations? And Rav Shimon explains this because there is a Chisorin Kis, there is a loss of money. And when there is a loss of money, you need encouragement. So it seems like this oila is there is a loss of money over here with regards to the oila. So already all the mefarshim, you know, are dealing with what kind of a loss of money. And of course the oila in particular is entirely burnt on the mizbeach and the koyen doesn't get anything of it. It turns out that the koyen ends up serving just on the mizbeach and uh, on for the carbon and he doesn't get anything in return. And that the loss, you know, he could uh, do work or uh, time spent for this. That's called the chesarin kiss, too. I mean, not to um, the whole discussion that the Rebbe has about whether chesarin kiss with regards to the mitzvah of shiluah uh, hakain, what's called the chesarin kiss, whether minyas harevach. But in this case, it's more than just minyas harevach. It's a job to do the Torahs, to do the Oila. And the Mepharshim talk a lot about this from the Gemara, how do we know that Tzav is Zirus Miyadal Deiris from different Sukkim. But Rashi doesn't bring it down, Rashi just says that a fact, that Tzav is a language of Zirus Miyadal Deiris. And it seems like Rashi learns that this is a Hemshech in Rashi, that Rav Shimon says that the Torah needs to encourage, especially in a place where there is a loss, and it seems like the Oila is the particular carbon which there is the loss. Now, that also would make sense why the Pesach over here is saying this particularly to Tzav Esarim in addition to the fact that Aaron Bonov are the ones that are doing this particular avoda, the Torah Soila is the actual services done by the Aaron Bonov, by the Kahanim. But in addition to that, they need to be encouraged, Aaron Bonov, in this case, because serving there and not getting paid for it or not getting anything in return uh, may be uh, something that they would slack off. So the Torah needs to say Tzav Esar because there is a Chesar in Kis. This is the rule of the Oilo. So what is this uh, t- trying to teach us the laws of the Oilo? This subject over here, this passage, it comes to teach Al hektar chalavim ve'ivorim on the uh, bringing up in smoke of the fats and the limbs, which is talking about the oila, because by the oila, in addition to the emurim, in addition to the chalavim, there's also the evorim. Sheyehei kosher kol halayla, that it should be kosher to do so all night long. Uh, before we learned, the kabbonis were brought. Uh, it was all brought during the day. Actually, there's a pasuk of Beyom Hakrivo Yezivchay, which is actually written later on in Perik Zayin, 
פוסק תז, ואם נדר נדובה זבח קורבונה ביום הקריבוי, אזיבחוי, so it says ביום הקריבוי, so there it says it has to be ביום. Over here at this פוסק, we don't know yet that it has to be ביום, but at least we don't know how long the carbon can be brought on the Mizbeach. Rashi says that the hector, the burning of the chalavim veivorim, as opposed to the actual bringing of the carbon, that has to be beyoyim. But the pasuk is trying to tell us here that hector chalavim veivorim that sheyehi kosher kolalaylo that it should be fit all night that you can bring it. So that's one thing that we're trying to say. That means he ha'ila al megda alam isbech kolalaylo. And further, ulilamid al absulim, and it also comes to teach you that if there are carbonos that are not fit, uh, so some of them, carbonos that are not fit, have been disqualified. Eze, which one of them, im ola yorad, yorad, if it has gone up already onto the Mizbeach, you still have to bring it down. Ve'eze, which carbon, im ola, if it goes down, lo yorad, you should know, don't have to bring it down. Some carbonis, if they go up, you bring them down. Some, they don't. How do we see that once they've gone up, they stay up there, even if they're puzzles? When it says, meaning it's coming to include others, not the ordinary. Something to include. To say, it's the same rule for all the oilim. In other words, that they stay up there. Same Torah, that they stay up there too. If they go up, so they don't go down. So which ones are the ones that go up? So we know now the psulim to go up. So how do we say that some don't go up? So that's why the next pasuk is, he, next from the, says, now the he says she is the oila. In other words, that's an exclusionary saying that only this is the, to exclude something. So Rashi lemayet that is coming to exclude esadreva veesadnirva the animal that did the rivia had a relationship with a human or a nirva or a human had a relationship with the animal ukayetsuban and similar to that. Uh, what does it mean? Similar shaloi hoyo pisulon bekodesh. Similar that means that their disqualification did not happen once they were consecrated. The reva and the nirva didn't happen after their kodesh. Uh, that happened before they were brought into the mizbeach uh, before they were consecrated. So that because they weren't consecrated bekodesh, then they cannot. Even if you bring them up and you find out, then yerdu. They have been disqualified before they came to the Azorah. So similar to that, anything similar to that, that disqualification is based on what it, before it came to the Azorah. And uh, presumably we learned before in the Rashi, in Posik Yud, in Perik Aleph, Rashi says, Zokin uh, Chayla uh, and then or in the very beginning in Pasuk Beis, uh, Rashi says, Lohitzias um, Nevad or Minat Soin Lohitzias Hamukta, and then Lohitzias Negeach. All these pesulim that were mentioned before in Rashi, those are pesulim that happened before they came to the Azorah. 
So those is he ha'ila were coming to exclude them. But the zois teiras ha'ila is for those that became possible within inside the mizbeach, within inside the azor after the consecration, through pigul, through other things. If they went up on the mizbeach, then they don't go down. So these are the two halachas. Basically, Rashi says that this pasuk is coming to tell us that the burning of its kosher called Laila, and also that from those pesulim that take place in the Azar after the consecration. So in Pasha, the Taichi of Eisa Mizbeach took a boy that the fire of Mizbeach should be burning on the Mizbeach by nighttime, just like it does all the day, because you're putting up the Eilo Adaboiker. So he says the Eisa Mizbeach took a boy. Other chazals, other limudim that they learn out from the word boy, but that's uh, in the Mepharshim and from Tereskeinim, from the Gemara, not al derech limud hapshat, not in this simple meaning. We'll go weiter. Posigimu. V'lova shakoyin midoi vad. And the koyin should dress up a uh, a shirt. The, the, that's the kesoyness, that's the way he's measured. Of linen, and he has the linen pants dressed up on his flesh. Uh, and then he uh, raises the ashes that the fire consumed the oil. The sacrifice on the mizbeach, so he raises that the summer mizbeach, and he places it next to mizbeach. So we see what Rashi says. means is lost measure, a measure his measure of linen. That is the ketoinus that does one of the garments that the koyin uh, wore. Umat Talmud loymar midoy. And why does he have to teach us over here? He says, that it should be like his measure. So we're also saying here, teaching here, that the kotoinus must be by the measure. I guess if it's not by the measure, then it's not, um, then it's not, uh, not fit, maybe it's not proper. Then he wouldn't uh, fulfill his service. Not only with regards to the uh, Truma Sadeshan, maybe this is coming to teach us that all the time it has to be Kibidosik. should be that should be nothing interrupting between uh, the and his flesh. So the actually the Mepharshim um, say so, but the Pasik says just about the shirt. According to Rashi, Midoivad means the shirt. Mechnezebad means the pants. We know that the Kohanim served, the Kohanim, the ordinary Kohanim serves with four garments. And then they had the Mitznefes and the Avnit, on top of, in addition to the Kesoinus and the Mechnezayim. And here, the Torah only mentions the Midoivad and the Mechnezebad, but Seems from Rashi that the Posik is wants to give us certain halachas over here to tell us that the has to be kimidose and that it should be loye dover chaitzitz 
and perhaps that's why it mentions the two. But once we know that uh, that this is the two, we already know um, that we need all four begodim. But the chiddush is there's something new to be taught. The pasuk wants to teach us here about the shirt, about the katanis, that it has to be kimedosa, and about the mechnasayim that it has to be al besorit. It's also mashma if the mechnasayim is not kimedosa. Or the mitznefes is not kimedosi, that wouldn't bother us, because the Torah specifically says, midevad. What about the al It seems like, shiloh yehei dover ben taim. Is that a qualification? Is that a, only for the mikhnesei bad? Or we should learn from this for everything else? So then the midevad would also teach us with regards to all of all of the other begodim. Because in, um, in Shmois, in Perich of Ches, when the Pasuk talks about uh, the Godim uh, that you uh, address, the sons of Aaron, it says, And Rashi says over there, So, the, if the deshen is considered to be an aveda, hasorah deshen, so then automatically it needs all the. It's, if it's mishamish, then it's to be uh, included in this. So that's why we're saying that it's just the pasuk is just giving us this as an example. Um deshen, and he should raise the deshen. He would. Uh, Dig a shovelful from those that have been consumed inside. The and he places them on the right on the east side of the kevish. Uh, that would be towards the front, entering from the east on the east from the kevish. So the east of the mizbeach. Coming from the front, it would face you on the left-hand side by the kevish, which was on the dorm side. So he says, What does it mean that the Aish has eaten the oila? And the fact it made it into deshen, the oila became the deshen. From that deshen, Yorim Turuma, he should raise that raising the summer Yetzel Hamizbeach and he should place it on the Mizbech. Um, so the Pasik says, Asher the fire consumed the oil, and it says, Al HaMizbech. Why does the Pasik have to say the word Al HaMizbech? The oil looks like it's still on the Mizbech, but there's no oil on the Mizbech. Asher Toichel oil. It ate up the oil. The oil is no longer on the Mizbech. Now there is Deshen over there. So Khtrashi Alam is what he's telling you that Motsevorim, if he finds limbs, Shadain Lenis Aklu that have not yet been consumed over there by the fire, Maxidon Alam Isbeyach, so then he brings them back to the Mizbeach. Which means that after he had shoveled the coals on this side and on that side. Because he was taking he had to push away on the sides in order to get to the inside. 
and so then Machzirin uh, Amizbeach, so moving him to the sides. Apparently, in the middle, the flame was the strongest. That was already the deshen over there. But when he moved the sides, elech ve'elech, so I guess the evorim were pushed off of the main mezbeach because they were being uh, because he was digging in for the gecholim and the neitel So then he brings them back in mezbeach. That's what it says. The oila on the mezbeach. So the oila should be on the mezbeach. Following that, there's another thing that has been uh, bothering me a little bit in the previous Rashi. Uh, when Rashi says that he is coming to teach us alapsulim ezim olu yorud veezim olu lo yorud, and this detail, uh, there's actually a a a, a big Rashi, uh, and a very detailed Rashi earlier in uh, in in. Uh, in Perik Chavtes Pozit Klamet Zayin, Rashi says Vahoyu Hamizbeach Kodesh, and Rashi teaches the Rumaui Kedushasei Kol Hanegei B'Meya Mizbeach Yigdosh, which means Afilu Karben Posl Shaolo Lov Kodeshay Hamizbeach Lachshiru Shaloyeret that the base the the Mikdash has consecrated so it shouldn't go down, and. Then Rashi continued. So I learned both Roy and Roy. That's Ain Roy, something which did not become described Rashi very detailed. Uh, after it says Vizeh, and uh, it talks about the Korbonis, Ma'ilo Ruhuyo, I've called Ruhuyo Shenir Lekvar, Benifso Mishabol Azora. It's only that was Ruhuyo, Nisso Mishabol is Hoya Mishbeach Kodesh. Kogain Alon, if it stays over this man, Vayoyitz, it goes out of Dimis Azora, Vahatomei, Vishenishchad Machshav, Chutzis Manu, Chutzis Mokemu Kiyitzbe. So, it's a mikra molei. Why is Beach Kodesh Rashi was Barichas explained the whole Indian? Why is Rashi? Why is the pasuk needed all of a sudden? Rashi writes Lamad al Absulim Ezim Olo Yorud Ezim Olo Lo Yorud from Hi Ha'ila. When we have already this whole thing to learn the limud over there before. Just one. We got to look into the Mefarshim and see why is it necessary to have the same limud repeated. Rashi says that that is what's coming to the Lamad. When we have a Ray Rashi Barich has told it before. Actually, even in more detail than it's over here. So, this is the middle when the uh, Koyen who would remove the ashes from the Mizbeach, the Aromas Hadeshin, and place it on the side of the Kevish, on the east side of the Kevish. So then, Ufoshat uh, Ezbegodov, so then he. Removes those garments, the lovash begodim achirim, and he puts on other garments. Vahoitzi esadeshen, and he will remove the ashes. Those are the rest of the ashes that are gathered in the uh, place where it's uh, being burnt over there. So he takes out the deshen el michutz lamachane outside of the camp el mokem toher to a clean place.
Now it's interesting that the Pasik has already talked about the Mekoim Hadoshen right in the beginning of Ayikra Perek Aleph, Pasik Tezayin, when the Torah talks about the procedure that you do with the Oif, the Oilas Oif, the Torah says in Pasik Tezayin, Ve'esir es mur'osu b'noitsoso, ve'ishlich oiso eitzla mizbech keinmal Mekoim Hadoshen. And that Deshen is uh, the first deshen where the trumas had deshen bechol boiker. That was the, the previous pasuk that we were talking about. Uh, that every morning you would put by the mizrachi the dishim is bechapnimi vahamenoira. All those stuff went into that mekoyma deshen vekulnev loim shabim mekoyma. That is the trumas had deshen. Uh, that is done. That's the first avoider. But then in the Pasik Yud Beis in Perik Dalid, again the Pasik talks about Vahitsi es Kolapor, that talks about the uh, par of the Koyen Hamashiach. Uh, the Torah says over there, Vahitsi es Kolapor of Chutzla Machane, El Mokum Torah El Shefach Hadeshen. Vesorav Oitzal Eitzbeish El Shefach Hadeshen Yisorif. And Rashi over there touched already that it's mokim sheshevchim boy adeshen hamesulak min hamizbech k'mashikos lekamen vovaitzes deshem chus lamachane. This is the deshen that the pasuk was referring to over there. And the same thing is a few psukim later with the parhelm dovashel tzibur. You also uh, take it out mechus lamachane mechus l'sholish machanes. So over there Rashi touches already that mechus lamachane means outside of all the three camps. And uh, in the Beis Hamikdash, it was outside of the city, outside of the city of Yerushalayim. Also, over there, Rashi touched the word Mokim Toher already. That a Mokim Toher, Rashi says, because outside of the city, there are places that are prepared for Tuma to throw their stones that had a leprosy on them and a goyas, and there's Beis Akvaris. That's why it says that this is Chutzleir, that it's a Mokim Toher, it has to be a clean place. But here too, the Pasik again emphasizes, stresses that it's all done in a clean place in a Mokim Toher. Now, uh, Rashi teaches who fortunes with God of. So Rashi ain't zuchayva. It's not mandatory for him to remove those garments. So it seems obvious from this Rashi that there is an obligation to work in the begodim. And as we learned earlier, that he, even though the pasuk talked about the midibad, the michnasivad, but this includes. Really, all the begodim, all the four begodim, the avodas, to be done before begodim. But this mitzvah to remove the garments, to put on undergarments, he needs garments because he needs the four big dikhuna because this is also an avoda. But this is not an obligation to remove these garments. This is just a respectful way. Uh, so that he shouldn't get dirty while he takes out the ashes those garments that he uses all the time so we don't want him to get those dirty so therefore we want him to have a special set of garments uh, to remove the ashes and Rashi says those garments that in which he cooked a pot for his master he shouldn't pour a cup for his master 
cooking, you cook in the kitchen, you get all dirty, you fashmutzed over there. So therefore, but when you give and you serve the master, over there you have to do it nice and respectful. So you change the clothing. You don't wear the same clothing that you wear in the kitchen as you do when you are actually serving your master. So therefore, he should wear other garments, and these other garments are pechusim mehem, they are on a lower level, which means they're not as good because they get dirty um, and I think Rashi also means the word begodim achedim achedim means others not just uh, meaning it would mean others but achedim means in a way it's a connotation, that it means pechusim mehem, there should be in a lesser level uh, for those than those that he wears in which he does the avoid and he removes the deshen. So what ashes did he remove? Before we had the trumas deshen that he put by the mizbeach. But what is the deshen? This is hatsobur b'tapuach that is collected in the in the uh, blown up area over there. I mean, it's on the load on the top, like a tapuach, uh, where it's collected. Doctor Kushuhurabo ve'ein mokoyim lemarocha. This is only when it uh, is becomes a lot, and there is no more place for the uh, setup of the fire over there, the wood and everything else. Meitzim removes it. This is not mandatory every day. This is only a practical thing when there is no more space. So the Torah is really not telling you. Uh, that you need to take it out. The Torah is telling you when you take out the deshem chuslamach and amokam toher, you should not use the same garments. But this is not an obligation for every day. But the separation, taking the truma sadeshem to put on the side of the kevish, that we learn the pasigimel, that's a mandatory. Uh, that's an obligation that one has to do on every day. Now pasig hey. The Pasik says, al and the fire that's Hamizbeach took at boy should burn in it. Uh, it shall not be uh, extinguished. And Rashi is going to address because we already had several times this concept that the fire should be on the Mizbeach. Uh, and Rashi and the Pasik continues, uh, the uh, koyen will kindle eitzim baboiker baboiker wood every morning and then he will uh, prepare, he will arrange on the uh, on the wood the oila and that is talking about as she's going to say that's the first oila we already learned in the Pashas Tetzave that there was the oil part, one part in the morning and one part in oil in the afternoon. So you should prepare the morning oil on top of it. Uh, here we're talking about what takes place by Baker Baboiker. So he prepares the uh, uh, the wood, and on top of the wood he arranges the oil on the wood. And then on top of her, on top of the oil, he brings the Chelve Hashlomim, the fat of the shlamim, because of the shlamim they only took the emurim, they only took the fats and not the limbs so on top of it come the chelva shlamim now 
the Arach we learned before, that was a mandatory thing. Shnaim layoyim oilo tamid. Every day they brought a carbon oila. Twice a day, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. But we don't have an obligation to bring shlomim. So that's what Rashi is going to say. If there is shlomim to bring, they bring it on top of, of, of it. Let's do the Rashi. That the fire should burn always on the Mizbeach. Now, the Torah has multiplied here that the fire should be burning. Should be burning. In the first Pasuk Aleph, we find twice. First, the Pasuk says, The should be al should be on the fire. And then it says again, that it should be on the fire. And here in Pasuk Hay, we're reading again, And then in the next Pasuk, in Pasuk Vav, there will be another Pasuk which says, the following Pasuk, it says, Dr. Ashi, why does the constant Pasuk say that there should be a fire always on the Mizbech? Dr. Ashi, Kulon, all these different Psukim, neither should have been expounded upon by Mesechus Yuma, Mem Gimelon Beis, Mesechus Yuma, Mem Gimelon Beis. Our teachers have a disagreement based upon these different times that it says should be a fire there. The number of arrangements, of different arrangements of fire in the Mizbeach that took place over there, and that's based on these different psukim. Then the Pasik says that he shall arrange on her the, uh, the oil. That is Oilos Tommy, that is the constant carbon, the one that is brought every day. He tagged him, that takes place first. And then on top of it, the Pasik says, You bring the Chelve Hashlomim. So this Chelve Hashlomim is not a mandatory would sing. So Rashi says, Im Shom Shlomim. That if they're going to bring um, Shlomim, so then that will take place on top of the Oilos. Our teachers learn from this Pasik that Oleho should be on top of her. That means you should put, pile up everything Oleho. Everything should be on top of her. Which means on top of the morning Oleho, bring all the Karbonas. So that means that everything will be on her versus what takes place later, which is the Mekan, from we know, So there should be nothing after the Tomit Shabbat Arboim, because otherwise it's going to be piled up on the Oilah. So, must mean according to this, that the Oilah shall shachar, because that's the one that's brought in the morning. So, and then the Pasik says, it cannot be the afternoon, because we have to talk about the baboike baboike. So first thing comes the tamid, the oilas, tamid that you bring in the boike. So it has to be varech ala and on her, dikto lachal Now although the Pasik says b'feirish chal v'ashlamim, but all the other kabones that needed to be brought over there, whether it's a chatos, whether it's an asham, a mincha, whatever they brought over there, uh, Allah Hashlem is Allah has to be on top of the oilos of the morning, and then by the time you bring the Tomit Shabbat Arbaim, there should be uh, nothing else over there.
Pasik Vav, again, Eish Tamid, a continuous fire, took a dal Mizbech, should be burning on the Mizbech, again, Lo Yisirbe, shall not be extinguished. So the Pasha, the Taish of Eish Tamid, again, would mean the continuous fire, should be a continuous fire on top of the Mizbech. But also Rashi brings down over here that the age of the Tomid, uh, the age Tomid, the, the fire about which it also says that it should be a continuous fire, age number of a Tomid, which is which fire, but which fire does it say it should always be? Hishimad Likimba Saneris. The fire that you light the Neris, with regards to that fire, also says Tomid. Because it says to bring up a continuous nair, a continuous flame, continuous light. So that's called a light of tamid, an age tamid. So that age tamid, avhi malam is bechachitz in tukad. That age tamid is tukad should be uh, kindled. Al-Hamizbeach, meaning on the Mizbeach, is you take, what does it mean, kindled on the Mizbeach? It means you take from the fire of the Mizbeach, and you light the menorah with, with that. So you, you light the menorah with a fire that you take from the Mizbeach HaChitzim. But Rashi before said that these Psukim are, are darshan for uh, specific inyonim. Um, different Marochis, Rashi brought down from the Gemara. Um, but yet Rashi gives another Drasha. Uh, according to this Drasha, this Pasikesh Tabitukam Mizbeach doesn't seem to be superfluous. Uh, because uh, according to that, we need the Pasik to teach us that the Eish Tamit. But also the Lashem would be, uh, if it was talking about, if the Pashtab Shat, if it was talking about uh, lighting the Menorah from it, it would have said, "Eish Tamid took out me'alam isbech l'chayra." As Rashi says, "I feel me'alam isbech." What does the pasuk say? "Eish Tamid took out alam isbech." So l'chayra, it doesn't take away from the pashtim shot. The pashtim shot is it should be a constant fire kindled on the mizbeach, burning on the mizbeach. In addition to that, is the Eish Tamid should be lit in from mizbeach. But Rashi doesn't say anything over here, medrash, rabbi seinu, or anything else. So we've got to look at this further. Now, previously it already said in the Pasuk, hey, not to extinguish. That's separate from saying uh, that there should be always a fire. The Torah also puts up a prohibition of not extinguishing uh, the fire. But here, it's a repetition again of that prohibition of not to extinguish the fire. So Trashi, that one who extinguishes a fire on the Mizbeach. I'm not sure, does it mean that he has to extinguish the entire fire uh, from the Mizbeach to transgress the love or part of a fire? Lesirba uh, means extinguish would probably mean the entire thing. That means extinguishing, not lessening. Um, but it seems like the Pesach is saying here that the... Uh, whether you need carbonus or not, there should always be a constant fire on the Mizbech. Now, Pasuk Zayin, the Pasuk says, V'zoyiz toira samincho 
earlier in Parshva Yikra Posik Bay in Perik Bays, uh Posik Aleph, the Posik starts talking about the different Kodman Mincha. So right away in Posik Bays by the first type, over there it talks about the Komats Mishomaloi Kumtsoi Misolto Mishamno. So we know that the uh the Shaman and the Slavoino and so over there it's understood that the Karbonis would have the Shemen and Levoina. But this Pasuk over here, Toiras HaMincha, is coming to tell us that the Shemen and Levoina would apply to all Minchas, the Mincha, which is also spoken about later on, that's the Minchas Koyhen, which is totally burnt as opposed to the other one where we only burn the kaimits, but the minchas kain is kolil toktor. So therefore, the pasuk is saying this: Torah achas. There's one rule of kulon that means latinol shemun levaino that they do need shemun levaino to all of them. How would it be? There's a said in this subject. Sheyachel because you might think only to an shemun levaino that. What requires the oil levaino the minchas yisrael shinik metzis? Only the Mincha Yisrael, which does a Kaimitz. So then, you need also the Shem Levaina. But Minchas Koyhanim Shi Kolil Minayim, from what do we know? Tamad Loimar Toiras. So Rashi is teaching that the meaning over here of Ezois Toiras HaMincha, and Rashi has already said before that the word Toiras means on inclusion, to include. And Rashi says, Rashi says that if it went up on the oil, it doesn't go down. So here when it says, it means to include that this is the rule of Mincha, that they all apply this halacha. The same halacha. So the Pasuk says that, that the sons of Adin should bring it close to Hashem, before Hashem Apneha Mizbeach, to the uh, face of the Mizbeach. What does that mean? Rashi will explain that's Maroviz Dreimis in a minute. That is the face of the Mizbeach. But by Emerson, this uh, idea has already been uh, brought down before in the Posig. The Posig has in Pelik Beis, Vigishala Mizbeach, it says over there. Um, now the pasuk over there, uh, Rashi says, "My gishal ekeren dreimis maravish mizbech over there," but over there in the pasuk it's not clear. It just says, "Vigishal amizbech." What I'm trying to think is, what is the pasuk coming to uh, tell us? Uh, first of all, the shemen uluvayna by all the menaches, and also we're going to learn out what's up neam mizbech. Rashi will explain why these halachas are important in Pasuk Ches. And then Rashi, why, what is it coming to be Mechadosh over here, over what we already learned. Okay, so we did already Rashi, Next Rashi says, Hakrev Oiso, where do you bring it close? So Rashi, That's in the corner of the west, south. How do we come to that, the west, south? Because it says, El Pnei HaMizbeach. It says, Lifnei Hashem, El Pnei HaMizbeach. So it's like this, Lifnei Hashem, before Hashem, who might have. 
Why is Maid before Hashem? Because that's towards the Maid. You come in from the Mizrach, you go to the Maidiv, so Lifnei Hashem is the Maidiv. Because that's towards the side where the oil, where the Shechina is. Tzad uh, Oyel Then it says, Lpnei to the face of the Mizbeach, who Hadorim. The Dorim part, that's the face of the Mizbeach, because Shehu Ponov Shal Mizbeach. Because that is called the face of because the ramp was placed on that south side uh, over there. That's also the area where the kir was, because we learned before the kir was in the Dorum, in the uh, area, in the space in between the Mizbeach and the Oyel Mayed, Litzadorum over there, not in between the Mizbeach and the Oyel, but over there in that corner somewhere. But you bring it over to that western southern corner of the Mizbech. So here the Torah goes through again, you should raise from it with his koimitz, that's the three finger type of uh, fist that he uh, puts three fingers on his palm of his hands. So misoyles hamincha umishamno. He takes it from the flower of the mincha and from its oil. And the entire levoina, asher ala mincha, that's on the mincha. And he should offer this on the mizbeach. A pleasantness of spirit. Askeroso la Hashem is the remembering for Hashem. Dr. Ashi, mimenu, and he should raise from him, meaning ma'amachubar. So we shouldn't take away uh, pieces like if they're separate. Should be first a machubar together. From a together piece, he should remove. How much do we need together? We need a tenth. This is a tenth of an eifa. So we need, that is a minchas soilus, as we learned before. That was the first mincha that the Pasuk talked about before. Because the other minchas, uh, you bring the koimets, not from the soilus, but only after you bake it. As Rashi said before, the Pasuk Vav Perik Beis, the Rashi says, Pasus Oiso Pitim, the Rabbis call Hamenoches Hamneefos, that this includes all the baked menaches, koidem uh, kemitza, before you do the kemitza lipisisa. So you gotta first have it baked and break it into pieces, and then as you do the kemitza. So the Pasik says, he should raise from it with his koimets. So, as opposed to, this is not a shear of a koimets to take off a certain amount. So let's say a person can make a measure of a koimitz. The fact that the Torah writes bekum, so it means with his hands, shalom yasem mida He shouldn't make a measure for this koimitz and take it off for that measure. But the Torah means that he should actually do it bekum, so he should use his hand with his koimitz. And he should take misoyla samincha umishamno. So he takes from the flower of the mincha and from its oil. Uh, 
so what does it mean from its oil? But the whole thing was mixed in oil. So from here we learn that he the Kamitzat is taken from the place where there is a lot of oil and a spot where the oil is a lot uh, within that mixture. And then the ter- the Pasik says, it shouldn't mix up, it should be Ha-Mincha of this one. Why again the word Mincha? That it should be this Mincha. Then the Pasik says, Let the entire Levoina, the Parkinson's, that is on top of the Mincha, he should bring as a smoke offering, Askarosa Lashem. Askarosa Lashem. Askarosa Lashem. Askarosa so Trashi Shemalakidas Levainoso Lachar Kemitsa. He collects the entire Levaino after he does the Kemitsa. Umaktire and he offers it as a to go up and smoke. Now Rashi says, why does the Posik learn? We already learned all this. Since he only said so by one of the Menoches, Vivayikro in Perik um, base, pasuk Aleph through Gimel, because over there it talks about the soilus. So he needed to repeat this portion to include all the minchas that has to have the same rule as the uh, soilus. Rashi said before in the beginning that Zois Toiras is coming to include something in addition. And not only these Menachas. This is coming to sort of finish up what we started learning in Parshas Vayikra. When we learned about all the Menachas and the Pasuk didn't say over there that Beferish uh, with regards to all of them that they also need uh, this Kmitza and the Seilas, Hashem and the Mincha, all the, the process. So the Torah is telling you now that this is including for all of them. But that would not be a reason for writing Zoyz Torah Zemincha. For that the Torah could have read, written, I guess, another Lushen, uh, uh to just include for the regular Mincha. Because the Bemison is also trying to tell you Zoyz Torah Zemincha that there's one rule. Uh, Rashi specifically says that the only thing was a minchas Yisrael, not a minchas Kohanim. But really, why can't we say that the Zeis a mincha is coming to include all the mincha of Yisrael? How do we know this minchas Kohanim? So apparently, for that, it didn't have to say Torah a mincha. It could have said maybe Zeis a mincha, and since it goes by all the minchas, so they would apply to all the regular minchas. Torah Mincha includes a different from the regular Minchas, which is the Minchas Koyim, which is Kolil, which would have a logic to be different, and we're saying that it's not different, and it's still going to be uh, also the Kwais, the Shaman, and the Levoinim. Now, in the Pasik Beis over there, in Bayikra Beis, the Pasik uses the words, the Komatz Misham Meloi Kumtsoi. Here it's written, Bekumtsoi, over there it's written, Meloi Kumtsoi. Rashi comments over there, that Meloi Kumtsa almost sounds like a full Kaimetz, that it should be sort of sticking out on all sides. Uh, but 
Rashi says because in our pasuk it says bikum tsoi is mashma that it's only in the kaim. It's not more than that. Uh, so now, if it says bikum tsoi, so maybe it's going to be less than the full. That's why it says maloi kumtsoi. So it means should be the kaim itself should be a full one. As Rashi says, he places the three fingers in the pasiyode. So even though Rashi already says that we're using the word bekumtsoi over here to tell you that it shouldn't be mevatsvitz it shouldn't be overflowing. Um, but yet, uh, we can still learn out from the extra uh, word of bekumtsoi uh, that he's actually taking his, his hand because it says with his hand. Within his hand itself, uh, for, uh, not at all for, but inside his hand. So be means inside, not overflowing, but it still means kumtsa his hand. So we can learn out also It's not to make a keli for the for the uh, for the kaimitz. Rashi brings down over there also meloy kaimitz misolto mishamno. It says similar to him samincho mishamno. So Rashi says that if he has even a drop of salt or levaina, it's possible. Uh, Rashi doesn't bring it down, presumably because he relies on the uh, Pasuk over there. Just like Rashi doesn't touch the word Askaroso, uh, as Rashi says that Askaroso means that the Kaimetz that you bring up to Hashem is a remembrance for the Mincha, that the owners are remembered for good and for Anachas Ruach. So Rashi doesn't have to touch it. But then the question becomes... Uh, but there in Pasuk Aleph, in Nosan Levaino, Rashi brings down two pshatim, what the meaning of Nosan Levaino. Al miktsoso maniach koimetz Levaino lo l'tzad echod. And then Rashi brings down, Dovar Achar, Shemen al Kulei Mishu, Nivlo Imo, Enikmatz Imek, Meshikos Misolto Mishamno, Ulevaino al miktsoso Nivlo Simo, Nechmetz Imo, but so Rashi is basically here is repeating some of the stuff that he said over there. Um, we got to still compare the two Rashi's, but the Chagav also that uh, Rashi over there in, in Pasuk Aleph already Rashi says that all the kmitzes um, are done, but those that come afuyas are done. Uh, First they bake him, then they do commits as opposed to the soilus. So the one that has written the fetish in our Pasik is the soilus, and then we have all the other uh, all the other carbonus. Posik tests van seres mi meno and what's left over uh, after from the southern soilus that we have. The Posik said over there no here Rashi says has to be Mimeno Minamukhubar. Needs to be at least an Isodin Soilus. So whatever is left over from the Yisodim Soilus after he does the Kemitzah, Yoich La'arun Nubonov, so Ar Nubonov shall eat, Matzah is Te'ochel, should be eaten unleavened bread, B'mokim Kodesh, B'mokim Kodesh, in a holy place. What is the B'mokim Kodesh? B'chatzar El-Moyed Yechaluah. It's not a Mokim Kodesh in the Chatzar El-Moyed, the Chatzar El-Moyed is the Mokim Kodesh, Rashi will teach. Yechaluah, they shall eat it. B'mokim Kodesh Ekrashi Ve'izahu What is the Mokim Kodesh? B'chatzar El-Moyed The Chatzar El-Moyed is the Mokim Kodesh Not a Mokim Kodesh within the Chatzar El-Moyed But the Mokim Kodesh which is the Chatzar El-Moyed Yechaluah, they shall eat it Pasuk Yud 
So this has to be masses. The pasuk says, "Loi se'ofe chometz." This is not to be baked after it's soilus ready. But the sheidish, the, the leftover, cannot be baked chometz leavened. Chelkom nosati oiso. I've given. Uh, it's their portion that I've given uh, her that part that they get meishoi. That is from my fires. From the fire offerings that go to my fire, the koimers goes to the fire, and this is their portion, their portion. Koidish Kadoshim Hu. This is a holy of holiest. Kachatu Zuchoshim. It has the same din as a chatos, as in the Nosha. We'll see with regards to what. Kodesh Kadoshi means that's why it's only Arin Uvonov, Arin his sons, and it has to be the Machim Kodesh. Because it's Kodesh Kadoshim as opposed to the Kodesh Kalim, which can be eaten in all of Yerushalayim. And not only to the Zichre Kihuna. Let's do the Rashi. What does it mean? It shouldn't be baked Chomets, then it says Chalkam. The Post as if to read it that even their portion be Khamitz. Don't say So that would apply to other menaches which you bake. Maybe you bake him Khamitz. So it says Loisov Khamitz. So Krashi no, here we're saying Lysov Khamitz, even the Khalkum, the Shirai, what's left over from the Besides what's being martyr and the Mizbeach, that two Asurim Bechomets, that two Asurim can make it Chomets. It's Kodesh Kodoshim Kachatu Vikoshom. Zakrashi seems to be a contradiction. Is it like a Chatos? Is it like an Oshom? What does it mean like both? Zakrashi, depending what it is, what kind of Mincha it is. If it's a minchas chayte, as we learned before, that the minchas chayte, that's the mincha that we learned before by a korban oyleviyoded, by those sins that qualify for that minuchas. So that has the law of a chatos. What is a chatos special? But chatos we learned before several times that it has to be lishma. If you show those shaloy lishma, it's no good. Lefikach comes to shaloy lishma psula. If you did the Kemitzah, not for the purpose of that, the, for the Minchas Chaita, so then it would not qualify its puzzle, and you're not allowed to bring it up uh, on the Mizbeach. But a Minchas Nedava, a Nedava Harik Oshom, that is considered like an Oshom. Oshom, there is, if you do the Shalai Lishma, it doesn't become puzzle. Levikach comes to Shaloy Lishma, if you do the Kemitza, but you don't do it for the, the Minchas Nedava. We learned before in the beginning that one can bring a, a Nedava, can bring an Oila, can bring a, a bird, can bring a Bakar, can bring a, a Tsoin, it can bring a bird, it can bring a Mincha. So the Minchas Nedava is Hariki Oshom, that Levikach comes to Shaloy Lishma, Kshayri will be Koshim. But as the uh, the Mishnah says, and we learn full in the Gemara in Zvachim and Menachos, that 
it's kosher, is it to bring it on the Mizbeach, but he hasn't fulfilled his obligation. The person who has to bring a Minchas, uh, uh, even has to bring on a Dova, it's only like the Oshem. The Oshem, we say, that comes to Shalei Lishmo, it's Kishedo, but it's not Yoytzeh Yidei for what he needs to bring. In this case, if he said that he's going to bring a, a Dova of a Mincha, he still has to bring another Dova Mincha, because the fact that it was Shalei Lishmo, he wasn't Yoytzeh. I think that's what comes out Pashim Lod the Gemara, but you have to look into the Mephashim. Pasuk Yud Aleph, again, Kol Zohar Bivnei Aren. All the males amongst sons of Aren, Yechelena, can eat it. The Shirayim from the Mincha. Chokoylom, this is an eternal statue for the generations. Me'ishe Hashem. From the fires of Hashem. Kol Hashem Yiga Behem Yigdash. Anything that touches this Kochi Kodoshim and absorbs in it from the Kochi Kodoshim gets the status of the Kochi Kodoshim. So that uh, that they will have the same status and it can only be eaten by the Zohar Bibne Aaron. So if you have a Kochim Kali, for example, Rashi says, or Chulin, they're going to touch it and they're going to absorb. Now nobody else can eat it but the Zohar Bibne Aaron because it had within it the Kochim Kodoshim. So Kodashi Yiga Bahem Yigdosh. Yiga and absorb. So Rashi, Kol Zohar, this is Balmu. That even a person with a defect, so he cannot do the service, yet he can uh, distribute and get a portion in the um, in the um, in the Shir Hamanochas. So Rashi Lomanemar. Why does the Pasik have to say Befedish that a person who has a Baal Mum, uh, that's what it seems to try to tell us. Uh but this is already said, uh, it doesn't mean Omer previously, because the Pasuk Rashi is quoting is from Vayikra Peri Chof Aleph, in Pasuk Chof Aleph and Chof Beis, it says, Kol Isha Shebumoyim Zara'arein Layikra Layigash Lahakri V'sisa Hashem and Pasuk Chof Beis says, But Lechem Alakov, Mikotche HaKadoshim and HaKadoshim Yoichel, that he could eat. So, just to tell us that Kvara Omer, Lechem Alakov, Mikotche HaKadoshim Yoichel. So, but the Pasuk wouldn't have to say that he's allowed to eat it. That we're coming to include that the people that have the Kahan and have the defects, they would also be distributed amongst them. They, get a, they have a right to be distributed to, so they get a portion. Not only they're allowed to eat, so somebody, can, another Kayin who gets... Uh, Kodoshim can give them if they want to but they have a right, they get a portion they get a machloikas, they get a chaluka, they get a division, they get part of the korm anything that touches the Kodoshim Kodoshim either Kodoshim Kalim or Yichulim that will touch them that will touch the Kodesh Kodeshim and they will absorb from it they will become Kodesh as well Yigdosh what does it mean? that it should be like her and anything that is also that if 
it became possible the Shirayim Yifsulu. They also become possible because they have absorbed that Kochi Kodoshim. Vim Kishayra, and if it's uh, a kosher, still Yoichlu Kichaymer Amincha, they can be only eaten as the stringency of the Mincha. So since that's eaten only Bezichri Kuhuna and Bemakim Kodesh, so then also the item that absorbed of it can only be eaten now to the Zichri Kuhuna and in the Azore, in the Oyomayid, in the Azore of the uh, the Chatzor Oyomayid, as the Mincha itself. Bemakim Kodesh.